Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, time to make some money on the big game. And for that, we roll up a fat one and we bring in one of our experts. <laughs> All hail! Ariel Epstein. All hail! Ariel Epstein. Kneel before your queen. All hail the prop queen. Everyone bows down to the queen. Let's bring her in, Ariel Epstein, the prop queen, sports betting host and analyst for CoinsBet, Major League Baseball Network, and NBA TV. Ariel, before we get to your bets, I just wanted to ask you, how much work you put in before Super Bowl week when you've got 700 prop bets on the board? And I know a lot of those are just to drum up fan interest, but for someone who specializes in props, how do you whittle that down? Thanks for having me on. As always, happy Super Bowl week, Jenks and Chelsea. I was a little nervous at first, by the way, that Chelsea was still going to be stuck in Arizona and I wouldn't get to speak to her Super Bowl week. It's been a tradition for us. Anyway, when it comes to narrowing down the <laughs> props list for the Super Bowl, I really don't do anything much different. If anything, I continue my same process from every Sunday, looking at the same props. I try to focus on some more unders than overs in the Super Bowl. The public is going to be all in on betting overs. I know that that's the way that the books want everyone to bet, which is why I'm trying to look for unders coming up. I also try to enjoy some of the interesting markets we get. I do have one that I think is well, it's one that I've never really bet on before. However, it's fun to take advantage of some of these interesting markets. Yeah, that's the thing about the Super Bowl. There are way more options than usual, which can be a good thing because you can dig deep and find some value. But you were just saying how we have a tradition of speaking the week of the Super Bowl. Ariel, I cannot forget the the year that I went on your show. I think it was on Sports Grid. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's all about the Chiefs. They're going to manhandle the Bucs. And then the Chiefs did not score a single touchdown in that Super Bowl. So I'm not going to lie. I have PTSD when betting on the Chiefs <laughs> in the Super Bowl. So uh, are you nervous about betting on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? I feel like you might have been on the Chiefs that year, too. But also, there's other ways to play this. So what is your overall like gameplay on the Super Bowl? 
It's funny you say that because I actually have PTSD betting against the Chiefs. Back in the first Chiefs Super Bowl with their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, up against the San Francisco 49ers, I went with the team with the better defense. The 49ers were the best defense in the NFL that year. They were so much better than the Chiefs. It's just that the Chiefs and Steve Spagnuolo ended up getting on this crazy defensive hot streak going into the playoffs in the second half of the year. They played a much better second half defensively that season. Going into this season, I'm still a little afraid to bet against the quarterback of the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is still incredible. And in fact, the Chiefs are better on the road this season. They're averaging just over 18 points a game on the first half at home, which is the best in the NFL. The Eagles are second, yet the team that gets better on the road is Kansas City. They average only 12 points a game at home in the first half, 18 in on the road. The Eagles, they average 18 at home, yet when they go on the road, they average about 15, 16. I'd rather go with the team trending in the better direction. Also, guys, if you know Vegas and what they need and what the sports books need, you know they need the Chiefs. I have not spoken to one person who really feels strongly about Kansas City. The people that feel strongly are all on Philly, and the public is all on Philly. I'd rather be on the side of Vegas in any championship game. Give me the Chiefs and the Chiefs in the first half. Oh, man, finally, because I've been on the Chiefs and I hear nobody on the Chiefs. So at least I got you, Ariel. We're talking to the Prop Queen sports betting host and analyst for points bet, MLB Network and NBA TV. One player on the Chiefs roster we haven't talked a lot about in the past couple of weeks is Justin Watson, and you're on one of his props. You haven't spoken about him because he's only played one playoff game. The Chiefs wide receiver, Justin Watson, <laughs> I like his under 20 and a half receiving yards. He only played in the divisional game, went one for one catch for 12 yards. He's had at most one catch in seven straight games. Now Watson and the Chiefs are going up against the best pass defense in football. Mahomes is going to have to target the receivers that he trusts the most. Yes, can we get burned on a deep 37-yard catch to Watson? Sure, but I'm not going to bet scared. Scared money don't make money. Watson under 20 and a half receiving yards. He's going to need at least two catches to hit this. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, so let's go to another Chiefs player looking at Isaiah Pacheco uh, in this matchup. And I know you like to target receiving yards for running backs, but I don't think I've ever seen you take an under. Why do you like the under on Pacheco and his receiving yards? It may be the first or last time, Chelsea. You're right. I always tend to bet overs in this market. However, like I said, in the Super Bowl, I'm going to unders. In games with Clyde Edwards-Elair, Pacheco never went over 15.5 receiving yards, which is why I like his under. 
Granted, that was the beginning of the season. However, now that CEH is activated off the IAR after that high right ankle sprain, on top of Jarek McKinnon, who has taken way more of the pass catching role in the last few weeks, Pacheco should be utilized more in the ground game than in the air. There's another way to bet this market to the over. I just wouldn't do it with Pacheco. I would rather go with McKinnon because he has been catching about four to five balls a game as opposed to Pacheco, who's catch like a max of two. Ariel, now here's a prop bet that you don't see very often, or at least you don't see bet on very often. So I can't wait to hear your analysis here. And you have the Chiefs at plus money on not converting a fourth down. So strange. The most bizarre market I have ever bet. I don't believe the Chiefs convert a fourth down. I, I think there's value on the plus 115 for the no. The Chiefs are tied for the second least fourth downs per game. They average just below one fourth down a game. That means the likelihood of having a fourth down conversion for the Chiefs is very unlikely. The Chiefs' fourth down conversion rate also dropped by 20% on the road versus when they're at home. Take a drop-off in completion percentage on your fourth down conversion, excuse me, on top of the fact that you're not even getting really one fourth down a game. The Chiefs also don't tend to be very aggressive. Their head coach, Andy Reid, not very aggressive on fourth down. Chiefs cannot convert a fourth down. Value on the plus money, plus 115. Yeah, it looks like you're practicing what you're preaching as we see a lot of unders here on your plays, but there is one player where you're taking it over. So why do you like Jalen Hurts to use his legs a bit when it comes to the Super Bowl? I really like Jalen Hurts over 10.5 rush attempts. That's because he's up against a defense that has struggled in the past against mobile quarterbacks. The Chiefs really have only faced the last time at least that they faced a mobile quarterback was against the Bills where they faced Josh Allen and he had 12 rush attempts back on October 16th. Hurts against defenses that struggle against mobile quarterbacks went over this in four out of six games. His throwing shoulders banged up so Hurts could run to save his arm if there's not a play downfield for him. The Eagles run game is also very cookie cutter. All three of their running backs just run it up the middle. The Chiefs are a good run defense. They'll be able to lock down Sanders. Hurts could keep the play alive. He is the only different running back-ish player on their team that can run outside. He's shifty, unlike the other receivers. The Chiefs allow the third most rush attempts per game to quarterbacks. I'll take the over 10.5 rush attempts for Hurts. I love hearing all of these prop bets. We're talking to the prop queen, Errol Epstein, sports betting host and analyst for points bet, MLB Network and NBA TV. And I see another one here, and you're going to the Eagles tied in, Ariel. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard under five and a half receptions. He's only had six or more receptions in four games this year. The Chiefs limit tight ends to just over four receptions a game. If you look at the last five games, not one tight end has had six receptions against Kansas City. Goddard is the name that people know. The Goddard's the one that the Chiefs would likely say, yeah, we are going to go get him and we're going to force to try to throw the football with his bum shoulder. Don't give him those short jump-off passes to his tight end. I like the under five-and-a-half receptions on Goddard. He is Ariel Epstein, the prop queen, and you will see her as an analyst on PointsBet, MLB Network, and NBA TV. We always appreciate the time, Ariel, and good luck on your bets in the big game. Thanks, guys. Good luck this weekend. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.